Good afternoon and welcome to the Happy Half Hour. I'm Lee Cuban, Master Certified Life Coach and Mindset Coach. I'm Sandra Priestley. I'm a, wow, I just about said I was a weight loss coach. I was, where did that come from? I don't know. Do you have something to tell 15, me? 15 years ago. Uh, no, I'm a business and branding coach and a feng shui practitioner. Happy Thursday. Happy Thursday. I am drinking from the can again. <gasps> what you drinking? Well, today I am drinking gin soda, nude mm. gin soda. And you know why? Because yeah. I like the can. Mm -hmm. I love the color of this like baby blue can. It's a... Oh, see, it looks white to me. Oh, does it? No. Mm -hmm. Maybe if I pull it back, does it look white now? It's like this baby blue. And I mean, not a color you would think would typically go on the outside of a drink. Sure. Yeah. But I, I freaking love it. And it, it just pops out on the shelf. Like it's brilliant marketing. Anyway, so I have this gin and soda and with an ice cube that is melted and some blackberries. Oh, in it. nice. Yeah. Just a little bit of a blackberry flavor. So yeah. good. What are you drinking today? I'm just drinking some buble. Um, mm. I didn't put any berries in it, but. Which kind? Mm. Blackberry. Oh, mm -hmm. isn't that cool? Yes. Well, I have a little shindig in a little bit. So I figured um, I would wait to partake yeah. until I get to said shindig. Nice. <laughs> so <laughs> we are like so vibing today it is so freaky to me uh -huh, <laughs> like, uh -huh. we're saying the same things like just prior we were both we both at the exact same time said woosa like that just doesn't happen i don't think we've ever said that never on the show or before never. the show never yes like that's wild isn't it and then we both say so so and and we're both and you're drinking blackberry and i have blackberries yeah and i'm burning an incense cone and you're burning your incense i i am but but that is where the commonalities stop because mine is called goddess and mine is dragon's blood <laughs> Maybe the same thing, but slightly different energy. I don't know. You know, and it, it's supposed to do something. My uh, Paul's <laughs> friend brought it over to me. He brought me a bag of all these different incense and cones and sticks. And okay. Um, and they're all different kinds. And I just grabbed the last cone I had and I looked at the little bag it was in. It said dragon's blood. And I don't know what it does, but it calms me down. And mine calms me. I love incense. Mm -hmm. It's my new thing now. Mm -hmm. I used to love Palo Santo, the wood. I love okay. just love the smell. Mm -hmm. But um, I lately have been burning incense to clear the air. Yeah. You know, sometimes like you can use sound energy to clear the energy of a space. Mm -hmm. And um, I do have my my Tibetan singing bowl, which I just purchased. Mm -hmm. And I oh. like can't. I can't make it sing yet, but I got to practice. Yeah, it, and is it crystal or? No, I will show. I will show you. I mean, if you're listening on the podcast, you're missing out here. 
But yeah, um, I should go get mine. We could have a concert, man. I, we, <gasps> yeah. So yeah, like it's just it's such a cute little thing. I kind of love the big ones. Yeah. Or the ones like the um the sound therapy, like the crystal, the white crystal ones. Mm-hmm. I um, just love those so much more than the crystal. I do too. I love that they're like hammered brass Mm -hmm. and they just like, it's just so dang cute. And I love this little, like it's got its own little mat. Yeah. Yeah. We, I've got one and Paul has one and then we have a bigger one. that's like Mm -hmm. ours. Yes. And we've had so much fun over the years, just different times playing them and it calms you down. It so does. And this one was for the heart chakra. And I swear I can feel it in the, in the center the core of, mm-hmm. of my chest. Like it just feels like it just vibrates through my whole mm-hmm. body. Like it's yeah. just so, I love it, yeah. but I'm going to, I'm, I need help with how to make it sing. That's I, practice. Yeah, I, I don't know the technique, but I need to Google. Mm-hmm. I'll just Google. So today, the reason, the reason that we are burning incense and incense sticks is because while we were both saying that we were like edgy, right? Like I yeah. felt edgy, like yeah. off, just a oh. little bit off. Although yeah. right now I feel pretty kick-ass. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you, incense. But and thank you, Lee. <laughs> But the day that we're recording this is the full moon and it's like a powerful full full moon. So on full moons, I always feel like anything that comes up, any frustration, any anger, any anything that comes up is like a volcano, right? Like the molten underneath the molten lava is like sitting there and it's not really that great for the, yeah. for me. And so when the full moon, if like the energy is kind of, come out I feel like after the full moon a couple days later like it all comes back down and in this beautiful way just like Mm. it allows us to kind of like get rid of the shit that doesn't serve us right so Yeah. yeah I always feel I always feel better and on the full moon I don't know if you do any like things on the full moon but I like will make sure all the garbages are out make sure the, all the dog hair is vacuumed (laughs) and like, I make sure that the, that the beds are made, you know, for that full day. And then right away Mm -hmm. in the morning, like make sure that everything is sort of like all the, everything that I don't need or want Mm -hmm. is removed. Okay. And then I start paying attention to that because I don't really, I feel like it helps me to release emotions to mm. yeah like yeah. it just would feng shui wise too right like feng mm-hmm. shui wise like you want to get rid of everything that doesn't serve you in your home and it helps you to release emotions and everything that doesn't serve you in your body um mm. or emotionally or whatever yeah yeah so yeah that's what i do i really okay it's like the thing sometimes i sometimes I forget when it's the full moon but yeah I, I don't ever pay attention I hear about it mm-hmm. there are different people that will mention it from time to time yeah and but I yeah I pay more attention to mercury 
Oh yes. When Which it's integrated, it's like, yeah. It's still I going feel, on. I feel, I don't know if you ever did this, but like I worked in a bar when I worked through my, my way through university and I worked mm -hmm. in a bar, I worked in a brew pub and I worked in a dance club and I worked in, and, um, people are fucking crazy on the full moon. It's true. Like, but like nurses say hospital. too. Nurses. Yeah. Like in yeah. hospitals, in schools, like teachers will tell you, my gosh, is it a full moon? Yes, it is. Oh, that makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know? And, and especially too, when, um, oh, and I worked in a prison. There you go. I got them all. Like it was always, we didn't need full to moon in the prison. Moon. Yeah. We didn't need to know if it was a full moon, you could feel the energy of it. And it was just a little bit more anxious, a little bit more aggressive, aggressive, mm. a little bit more just bitchy. And, um, yeah, a lot of emotions just releasing. So yeah. So, so, so well, this out. is good. So I just need to chill out, chill out. It's just a full moon, light the incense, mm -hmm. get rid of the energy in the space. Clear yes, ma'am. Journal. Good day to journal. Good day to meditate. All the things. Mm -hmm. So I want to read you something. Okay. Ponder this. All right. I'm pondering. Okay. We don't really hear what people say. We imagine what they mean. Well, that's true. Hey. Byron Katie, by the way. Who's Byron Katie? Oh my gosh. She does a, she has a book and she has a program. She's amazing. Um, oh. but it's loving what is. Oh, I even like the sound of that, mm -hmm. but, but it is so, so true. We put our own spin on things, right? Like we see them through our lenses. Yeah, very much so. And mm. when we were in, when I, when I worked in the prison, I was a parole officer and so I would, it was federal. So we would send the inmates to do um, like cognitive skills training mm -hmm. and different substance abuse programs, different type of programming, depending on what they needed. And this one day an inmate came on my caseload, came back and said, like, call me my last name, Priestly, guess what? What? I learned the most amazing thing in cog skills today. I'm like, oh, what'd you learn? Assumption and fact are different. <laughs> yes. And so he said, I can act on fact, but I cannot act on assumption. Mm -hmm. And my response was, and the tough part is to tell your brain that your assumption is not fact. Yeah. Because a yeah. lot of times we think like, we'll say, oh, I know what she meant. Mm -hmm. She didn't say it, but I heard the tone. I know what she meant. No, she said don't. hello, but what she meant was fuck you. Right. <laughs> I could tell. I know her, you know, like, and we, we do yes. that so much, but we put our own spin on things mm -hmm. like, and so before this podcast, we were talking about this, my daughter, oh, everyone in our family is dyslexic. So, <laughs> but my daughter is, uh, has dyslexia and she is in an esthetician program right now. And then going into nursing and then medical aesthetics. 
And so she has been doing very, very well in her exams and she is consistently getting hundred percent. Mm-hmm. And now she works hard. She knows how she needs to, she needs to use cue cards. She needs to do repetition. She needs to test herself and she needs to say it out loud. So I have learned a lot about laser, about microdermabrasion, about like all the contraindications of waxing. Who knew there was so many? I did not. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and so like, she just, she, needs, she, she will talk it out to the dog if she needs to like teach Marley, our black lab, all yeah. about laser technique. Marley and needs a job. Marley is brilliant now. And, um, but anyway, so just the other day, her, her instructor said to her, Shay, I read your file and it says that you're dyslexic. And she said, yeah, why? Right away, our back's up, by the way. <laughs> And, um, so she said, well, you don't test like you're dyslexic. Now, what's interesting is that both of us, she got her back up more because she was in front of this instructor. I was on the same page as her. I was like, whoa, wait, what a minute. Like, so because she doesn't test like she's dyslexic because she would then what not pass if she was dyslexic she can't be smart if she's dyslexic like what's the deal here and i like both of us totally made that mean something Mm. we we believed like instead of fact like oh okay you don't test like you're dyslexic what does that mean Mm -hmm. you don't have a reader what does that mean you don't and that would have been a great question for her to ask it would have, mm-hmm. it would have. Cause like, I took it, it like a compliment. Right. Mm-hmm. But I took it like, oh, wait a minute. I don't test like it. Cause I get a hundred percent that I like, so she's stupid. <laughs> like all people who have dyslexia are stupid. And that's probably not at all what she meant. I mean, it could be, but probably it not, might be, but, but it was so, so true. That quote was exactly what I couldn't see happening because you were like, oh, I would see that as a compliment. And I'm like, whoa, that is like a stereotype that's awful. And here's the thing. Neither of us fucking know because we didn't yeah. ask. Mm-hmm. Just and what came a- to your own conclusion. That did not feel good. Right. But what a great, what a great example of what not to do. I mean, because I think most peer, most people will never say, can you expand on that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. What did you, what do you mean by that? Mm-hmm. And I've gotten a lot better when I am in the room yeah. with the person, I've got a lot better of saying, Oh, can I ask you what you meant by that? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But you I mean, have to arch your back and like, right. like bye. But but just to ask the, in a way, yeah, like open up dialogue. Yeah, can you explain what that means? Yeah, like and so Shay started in on like I can prove to you I have a diagnosis. I was tested by this you know expert and in, in so well known across North America, and she was like doubling down on this like yes I'm dyslexic screw off, and I'm like. I'm thinking, what did she mean by that? You know, like, 
but I, I did, I took it the same way as she did. Mm-hmm. That is probably because I have also experienced that. Like when I was at work, um, I have semantic dyslexia a lot of times, and I, and I might even do that on this podcast. I'm not sure. I usually catch myself and I catch myself so quickly that people don't even notice. So like, I might say, um, it's a full moon. I don't, I, I might exchange things that mean similar things or they're in the same category, like, um, month instead of year. Okay. I might say, um, I, I don't know. It's a, it's a full moon again this week or a weekly full moon instead of a monthly full moon. I don't oh. know. I mean, that's just like, and just switch, switch the words. And then I always will say, I mean, month. Mm-hmm. Like if I, ca- if I say week and I'll say, oh, I'm sorry, I mean month. Mm-hmm. And it just happens so quickly and so nonchalantly that no one really even notices. Yeah. yeah. But if I did that at work, like on a national call or when I was speaking to a hundred people, I often would say, I'm sorry, that's my dyslexia. What's interesting was that I noticed every single time I did, people would laugh. Because, and so I said, one day I said, why is it that everyone laughs? Like I asked a friend and she goes, because you sound so smart and everyone knows that you're so smart. They, mm. they assume you're just making a joke and that you're not dyslexic. Mm. Yeah. So that's, I come from this background, right? So instantly when we have all of this knowledge in the back of our brains, Mm -hmm. instantly when I hear a situation like Shay's gone through, I'm going to use that to fill in the blanks. Yeah. I'm going to use that as my fact. Yes. But it's the assumption. It's all assumption. We Mm -hmm. do that every day. We do. In different areas and with different people. And man, we miss it. We, we do. miss the moment and we make it mean something that it doesn't mean that was never intended. And yeah. the other person's like, what the fuck did I say? Right. It's trying to give you a compliment or I thought yeah. you were funny or whatever. Yeah. But when we can learn to stop when mm-hmm. we have a thought that we're confused and we default to, oh, they're attacking me. Yeah just stop and go, well, let's talk about that for a minute. Yeah. Well, and, and not grab all of our experience No. with other people. Mm-hmm. And yeah, other don't grab any of it. None of it. Just like it is what it is. We're in this present moment. Mm-hmm. Let's act. Mm-hmm. What does, what does that mean? Yeah. What can you expand on that? Why would you say that? Like what, what, what do you mean by that? We can save ourselves a lot of heartache, a lot of drama, Mm -hmm. and um, life would just be a little easier. And I'll buy a lot. Yeah, so much more emotionally intelligent to to speak in that that language. But the other thing is too, it's difficult to do when your emotions are high, right? Like I love the, I love this idea of like, when emotions are high, intelligence is low. Mm -hmm. And I think when something happens that triggers our pain body or triggers a situation, our emotions elevate and we grab whatever we've got to hold mm-hmm. on to all this emotion and stuff. And then it like, it might come out at that person, or we might just retreat and be pissed. 
mm-hmm. instead of like feeling that in our body, being aware that yes. I have an emotional response to it. And asking if it's real. Taking a breath, like even yeah. just a deep breath before you, and then go, okay, that's from my past. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's have a conversation. Yeah. Let's not take this personally because mm-hmm. of the shit that happened before. Yeah. But that's what we do. We fill in the blanks. We don't know with things we've experienced from the past. Mm-hmm. And when we get into a place where it becomes our default to stop yeah. and go, wait a minute, is this real? Yeah. What did that mean? What am I yeah. making it mean? Mm-hmm. Do I need clarification? Like those sort of, like it, we, I talk to myself all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and things pop up and, and I will have an instant reaction. For sure. Oh, no, 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 not today, motherfucker. Nope. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I want to react and it's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> Dial it back, Lee. Come on. Mm-hmm. Let's think about this logically. And, yeah. and then I can set it out and look. Um, and then start asking the questions. And I think the key, for me anyway, Mm-hmm. The key is to feel the emotion and not react when I've got it and go, huh, this is interesting. I'm feeling this. That is the best. Just it really is. being an observer of your thoughts. An observer of your thoughts, mm-hmm. an observer of your reaction, an observer mm-hmm. of your emotions, or an observer of your like nervous system. Yeah. Like instead of, and like just taking a fucking breath. Mm-hmm. because too often it happens and in a split second we're reacting yeah and i see my kids do this but i mean they're 18 and 20 and I you have to learn a break yeah <laughs> but their frontal lobe is not yet developed yeah like, like we're gonna have a party on like the 25th <laughs> is it 25 or 26 oh i hope it's 25 <laughs> hoping 21 but i don't it know ain't 21 <laughs> but i mean their brain is still developing they are still figuring out who they are and who and I, and I can look back for me and see the way i used to react to things yes and it's like oh my god like that's mm-hmm. embarrassing yeah like i acted a fool yeah um and I wouldn't react that way today, but right. there are times things happen and I will chuckle a little bit because I'm like, you handled that really, really well mm-hmm. because 22 year old Lee would not have responded that way. Like, yeah. And I think yeah. the power, I, I love this play on words and it sounds, it's, it sounds similar, but it's not, I love the idea of responding Mm-hmm. instead of reacting yeah for sure and sometimes responding is just taking a breath and walking away mm-hmm. but like this it it feels like an empowered state of response versus reacting feels like an emotional res- yeah. response and not in- intellectual or not emotionally intelligent mm-hmm. you know like um and so i love like sometimes my response is truly a deep breath. Yeah. Like a deep breath, walking away, a deep breath, neutral, like 
regulating my nervous system and then having an ability to respond in, in, you know, in a way that I want to Mm -hmm. and not reacting to stupid shit that doesn't matter. Yeah. And, and that's an important point because there is some stuff that we get thrown at us that doesn't deserve a response. Yeah. And it's so true. Not everything needs one. Not everything deserves a response. Not everything Mm -hmm. needs a response. And sometimes it's truly just walking away is the best. Yeah. It is like, if I don't know what to say, um, sorry, Walter White is right here. He just came. (laughs) Um, if I don't know what to say and it pisses me off, like I want to react in a way that I know is not going to serve anybody. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That is one when I'll just disengage. If if, if nothing good and meaningful can come of it. I mean, I I won't be rude. I'll smile and go, I'm going to go over here. Yeah. And there are some people um, that I haven't learned how to connect with or disagree with having a different opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I don't want to discuss anything that we aren't in agreement on. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if that's chicken shit. Well, I think like, you know, I, I will often discuss this with my daughter. Mm-hmm. If you're, if what you say is not going to change their mind. Oh, then why, waste your why would you waste your breath on this? Mm-hmm. And if you're That's... pushing against them, like they're trying to convince you you're wrong. Mm-hmm. You're trying to convince them they're wrong. Yeah. Nothing good can come from that because you're both out of the vortex and fighting for your truth. And yeah. so that is, if that's the case, yeah, that's not an issue. I'm not going to discuss that because I don't need to convince you. Yeah. Believe what you want to believe. Well, and let and me this, believe what I want to believe. <laughs> this happened to my friend. This isn't just, you know, I'm not just picking on my 18 year old daughter because it happened to my, well, it happens to me and it happened to my friend who's in her late forties. Um, she, there was a, um, a situation where her church was burned by an arsonist and, um, the arsonist, I, I mean, also hit like cars and a vehicle and the post office. And it, it was a, a number of things. And so on the news, it was, you know, this type of church was burned down and, you can imagine the keyboard warriors on this, right? Some of them not believing in the church, that particular church. I hope they put something useful in its place. Like just stupid things people say, you know? And so she responded and he doubled down on it and she was so upset. And so it became this like banter back and forth. And she said, I'm just so angry. I get it. That ass hat, it like, you know, yeah, totally ridiculous converse com- and rude com- yeah. comment. Made. Yeah. But here's the thing. If he is the kind of asshole that will post that on a Facebook post, 
your comment where you try to defend your church is not going to change his mind. Mm -hmm. He's going to double down and he's going to come at you with both barrels and he's going to come at everyone with both, both barrels. And that's what happened. It just became this back and forth. Um, She didn't respond a second time, but a ton of people came to her defense. Oh, Oh, for sure. And this guy got off on it. Mm -hmm. Guaranteed. Yeah, he got what he wanted. If got everyone had just yeah. ignored him and yeah. thought, wow, so sad. What a dink. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that would have embarrassed him. Right. Because he would have gotten no no one would find that worthy of a response. So he would have just crawled off and went away. Mm-hmm. But instead yeah. he felt empowered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that there was there's You know, there's no way that what she, anything that she would have said, anything that she would have said would have enlightened him. He didn't want enlightenment. Mm -hmm. He wanted a fight. Yeah. Yeah. And he, he got one. So sometimes, especially online, like, I think there's a lot of asshats online. Mm -hmm. I don't even enter in. I get Mm -hmm. myself out of all of the energetic potholes. Yeah. You know, like all of the rant and rave groups, they are like my, oh, I can't stand them. I keep, Mm -hmm. you know, someone adds me to them. I block it. Like, (laughs) I don't want to be anywhere in a rant or rave because guess what? There's no raving. It's just rant and bullshit. So yeah. And just, I don't know. I, it was like such a good reminder of not everything needs a response mm-hmm. and those types of people want reactions mm-hmm. and staying and- in this place of like understanding like really observing our reaction in internally mm-hmm. and then taking a breath and not responding in that state yes and sometimes when you can neutral like normalize or regulate your nervous system mm-hmm. Take a break so that when you are not keyed up, then you can decide on how you're going to respond. And a lot of times it's like, I'm not going to respond. Or if, yeah. Or if, yeah. Mm -hmm. So interesting. Clearer heads prevail. I love the quote. We're going to have to post that on our page. Yes, I can do that. And we are out of time. We are. Perfect. That went so fast, didn't it? So fast. I know. Thank God. Do you realize that this is episode 78? Oh, how did we get here? But we've got to think about what we're going to do for 100 because it's coming. Oh my gosh. I don't know. So So, exciting. (laughs) But did you know what? So on our 50th, we both had Dom. Mm hmm. Did you know that there is a shortage on Dom? We cannot get it from France anymore. I know. Now, maybe it will, we'll be able to get it later. But a friend of mine was retiring and um, I wanted to make it special for her. So I had to like uncover every, like every place. Did you find one? I did find one from a nearby town. 
Um, but I couldn't find one in the province that she was in. I couldn't find one near her. I couldn't find one nearest to me. I had to get it shipped. And then I had to ship it myself. So it was, yeah. And they were saying like, uh, the price of Dom is going up by a lot. And also it's up and we can't even get it. Well, I'm glad we had it when we did. Me too. But we will have to start thinking about what we want to do for that special. We will. We'll have to do something. I don't know. Sure. Okay. Uh, we have a few weeks. We do. Gosh. <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sandra. This was awesome. Thank you guys for joining us. And we will see you next Thursday on the Happy Half Hour. Bye. Bye.